Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Welcome to Swapcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every episode we watch a film in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week, we are watching the 2014 film The Cobbler, starring Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi, Method Man, Melody Diaz, and Dan Stevens. The IMDb synopsis states, A Cobbler... Bored of his everyday life, stumbles onto a magical heirloom that allows him to become other people and see the world in a different way. So, yeah, uh, before we get into this week's review, how have you guys been? I know Lucy, you're a bit sick this week. Yep, seems to be a recurring theme. What have you been doing to cause this? Uh, I don't know, just letting heaps of people sneeze on me and stuff. I guess <laughs> winter's been really rough this year. Yeah, it's been like such a long cold winter yeah yesterday i was like i'm gonna go to the gym I was walking home and I literally got caught in a hailstorm hail in a uh, hailstorm coming oh back God. and i was like soaked head to toe so to all our american listeners listeners like in the sunshine right now fuck you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um on that note we have you know our listeners keep growing every week and we get lots of good feedback from overseas which is nice uh we got a particularly nice email from a listener, James, who's been listening from like day dot. Hi, James. Hey, hey James. James. Hey. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you're telling all your friends to rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess we have to start talking about the cobbler. Uh. So, um, <laughs> my question to you guys. Adam Sandler has two distinct sides to his filmography. The wacky Happy Madison productions such as Billy Madison and The Ridiculous Six. And then he's got like the more serious indie fare like Punch Drunk Love. Where do you feel this sits in that filmography? I was was actually thinking about that while watching the film because... I, I was just really confused what what it was supposed to like be. Like it was, it couldn't decide. It was a bit unfocused. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, goes dark and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I felt like the film's premise is one that would fit really well into those Happy Madison movies, but the tone of the film was like this somber, depressing. Blair, like it, it opens like a Cohen film, like it's got a. I wrote down that a serious I said man. It was like a Woody Allen movie or a Cohen Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, it, that font at the start totally is the Woody Allen font, by the way. It's yeah. very like Jewish to its yeah. core. This film, like it starts. I think the first like five minutes is all in Hebrew. Mm. Yeah, the musical score of the whole film is like the Jewish yeah. style of music. I don't yeah. know what. Like Fiddler on the Roof sounding musical <laughs> score. Yeah, I, I feel maybe are we missing out on some like cultural element to this film? I don't know. I, at the start, didn't hate the premise. 
I was yeah. I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be all right. Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of like that punch drunk love indie kind of twee cute body swap movie. Yeah. Going in, I avoided this movie when it came out because mm. it was savaged. And I mean, oh. this is uh, this is like the worst received film out of any of the films we've ever done on this show. Yeah. It's got a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's oh a 2.2 on Letterboxd. Everybody hates it. Mm. But the thing is, the director and writer of this film is Tom McCarthy. He's done direct- some stuff. Yeah, you know, Academy Award winner yeah. Tom McCarthy, whose film uh, after this won Best Picture at the Oscars, which was what Spotlight. Oh my God, it was Spotlight. He's made he made Station Agent, an awesome writer director. director. Mm. So I was like, surely this is one of those things that you know maybe just people didn't get it. It was too out there, and they just judged yeah. it. Because I do find that happens. Like everyone's always crying out for original movies that aren't based on things and Mm. then when someone actually puts out something that's really original a lot of times it's rejected so i thought maybe this would be the case it's got such a pedigree but this film is a fucking mess (laughs) yes it was a true mess and it's like a slog to get through Brendan fell asleep. <laughs> I yes, I, I did. <laughs> which not, is a first. Not for a very long time, but this and I a, was sitting up as well. Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, I think that's a first for this pocket. Like you, you stayed awake for the entirety of Mister Fuzzy Pants. I was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking what, what, yeah, what, what, what was a g- 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 girl who. Want, 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 she can't even read. Noted, you're going to get us in trouble. Today, Junior! Are you going to try and do the plot? I guess. I guess. we. There's so many twists. Like, it's so unfocused as to what kind of movie it is. Yeah, and then when you find out what kind of movie it is right at the end, you Mm. realise it's an entirely kind of... That it's Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) No, it's not Ocean's Eleven. And I've got a parallel to this film, Uh but to say it, it's kind of a spoiler. Well, well, let's get into what what it's about. What what is The Cobbler, Paul? All right. The Cobbler is about a depressed shoe repairman Mm -hmm. who... Lives with his senile mother. One day, a thug comes into his shop, played by Method Man, and he gives him his shoes to repair and says that he needs them back ASAP. So Adam Sandler starts repairing his shoes, but his shoe repair machine breaks down. So he's like, well, the thug is going to beat me up if I don't fix these shoes now. Mm. So he goes into his basement where he has this shoe repair machine that's been in his family for four generations, Mm. repairs Method Man's shoes with the machine. And then when he's waiting around for Method Man to come back, he decides, oh, these shoes are the same size as my shoes. I'm just going to try them on. (laughs) He tries them on and he he turns into Method Man. So as long as he repairs the shoes with that old machine, it will mm. make him whoever wears those shoes. Yes. So so he first like starts to have fun with it. So this I fell asleep. That's where I fell asleep. Where So there's just a bit of hijinks, wasn't too Yeah, the, yeah. what do you expect? Okay. Yeah. 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 
So I came you- I came back in, I think, when he started to uh, molest that girl in the shower. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I was like, and then the creepiness sets in. Yeah. So next to the shoe shop that he works in is like this sexy couple. And the man in the relationship is played by Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey. And Legion. And Legion. And mm. yeah. Um, the He's guest. lost a lot of weight since Downton Abbey. Just going to say that. Anyway. Well, <laughs> no, this is pre Downton. Oh, this is like Downton Abbey ish time, isn't it? 2014. Well, I can't do any spoilers, but. Are you choosing Downton Abbey? <laughs> No, <laughs> he's just perhaps not in it the whole way through. Is all I was going to say. Okay. Mm. Um, well, his <laughs> shoes end up in Adam Sandler's shop at some point. So, of course, Adam Sandler puts on the shoes, tries to pick up a girl in a bar, but it doesn't work out. So then he realizes, hey, wait a second, I can just wander into his apartment and try to have sex with Oops. his girlfriend. I just got to keep my shoes on. Uh, yeah. Because that's not weird. Yeah. But because she's in the shower, thank God, he realized I can't have sex with you because I can't take my shoes off. Mm. Yeah. I love that our protagonist, the, the, it's not like, oh, uh, no, what I'm doing is wrong. It's like, oh, uh, I can't actually get away with this. That's the, yeah. Yeah. the reason here. He's like, I got to get out of here. Mm. Not because I'm like, I'm violating someone. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah I mean, he. Like on a moral level, everything he does is is terrible. Shit. Yeah. Why are we rooting for this character? And it's not like he's interesting enough to be an anti-hero. Do you know what I think it is? What I think that Adam Sandler, the older he gets, looks like one of those dogs that has really big ears and droopy eyelids. Do you know the dog I'm talking about? <laughs> looks, yeah. a, looks a bit like a beagle, but it isn't. It, it talks yes. Like. <laughs> so he looks like the human equivalent of that dog. Yeah. So it's like, even when he's just at his complete worst, you just like want to pat him on the head and be like, oh, little buddy. Yeah, he, little he does dog. have like a, he's got sad resting face. Yes, completely, <laughs> completely. So it's like, yeah, you just can't. A hundred percent hate him because he looks sad. <laughs> like I feel sorry for him, yeah. even though he like you know would rot people and mm. yeah. Mm. Like oh no, I mean Adam Sandler. I mean uh, the real Adam uh, Sandler. Uh, yeah, so yeah. like no matter how bad his movies are, I you know you just look in his eyes and he looks sort of sad. So Jeez, what's up, her butt? What was that, Billy? I said reading is good. Can we start the story now? Oh, so where was I in this garbage plot? Um, <laughs> oh. uh, so then he decides, so the the thug comes back and like bullies him. So he decides, I'm going to wear the thug's shoes and go to his house and steal all these things. Yeah. When he's there, he finds the thug's taser and tasers himself for no <laughs> oh reason God. and falls asleep. So when he wakes up, the thug you know, walks in on him and then uh, <laughs> he gets tangled up. He gets tangled up with the, with the mob kind of thing. Yeah. Or not the mob. He gets ta- tangled up with some gangsters who are trying to kick people out of their building. Yeah. And uh, I know, you know like, I just, I didn't want this. I didn't want this storyline. <laughs> Paul's disappointed because the mother dies really <laughs> quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so the sub <laughs> <laughs> what 
Because, you know, the theme that like connects this film to last week's incest fest was the his mum's senile and um, she says, um, the last thing, the only thing I want is to have another dinner with your dad. Mm-hmm. His dad had mysteriously disappeared a few years ago before she was senile. So he's like, well, I've got my dad's shoes, so I'll just put them in the machine and then I can be my dad and take and like have a romantic dinner with my, my mom. mother. How did you guys so find it, that scene? It started to stress me out. Like it was very <laughs> stressful, but then it like, yeah. so, you know, there wasn't even a lean in untoward. There was, it, it didn't even go that way at all. No, like, no, it, it didn't. didn't. And for this movie, which was full of so many creepy, fucking terrible, yeah. it, like total moral quandaries, yeah. they didn't do it there. That I feel like if this was a full-on Happy Madison production, uh, yeah. it would have been like yeah, completely. But they didn't. Like. To their credit, somehow they didn't go there. Like spoilers for later, but like it was a very hard choice for me making my uh, tenuous recommendation. But I just want to have like a quick shout out to that the woman playing. His mum. <laughs> if you've ever seen the film, they came together, together. with Paul yeah, Rudd. And I have, I have. She's like the the grandma that yeah. like Paul Rudd has the sex scene. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish we watched that instead of this fucking trash pile. <laughs> See, this is this is the thing. The film just wanders. It never yeah. feels like it's coming to a tight conclusion because. At any point, he could stop putting on the fucking shoes and going back to the thug's apartment. But he does it multiple times for no fucking reason. And also, like, when he's within the situations, sometimes he takes the shoes off, like, which ends up getting him in trouble. It's like, because he changes, obviously. It's like, just keep them on and then... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. feel like he uses it as an <sighs> aversion tactic to frighten people and yeah. stuff. But And he always chooses the high heels, which I'm like... Choose a, choose a shoe from someone who's going to give you, like, a bit more agility than running around in high heels, you know? Yeah, I mean? so that was that whole p- uh, plot point was so disappointing. Because, uh, yeah, he one of the shoes he has is of a trans person or a cross-dresser. But, I mean, the butt of the joke is that it's a masculine-presenting person in... In heels and makeup. And a wig. And, yeah, and, and it's, wig. I'm a woman, no, I'm not. And it was just so stupid and such a cheap shot, and it was really dumb. And, like, the fact that... They use that character to scare men. Yeah. Hated it. Huge thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Had to be said. But, you know, in this lighthearted film, it got us the visual of Method Man choking a trans person and then getting, his <laughs> getting no- stabbed in the throat. <laughs> stabbed in a throat with a stiletto. But then also I had a problem with the way they used Method Man. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. As... One, one major character who's black and make him a thug going around terrorizing people, everyone yeah. else. And like... Even when Adam Sandler wants to hustle people, he yeah. uses that character. He's got the shoes of like a skinhead with face tattoos. Like, why not be that guy if you're going to scare people? I don't know. It was such a, again, it was just a real cheap shot. So then, yeah, eventually. He manages to use the thug body to stop this gentrification thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah, we haven't even mentioned the the potential love interest either. I, I said three minutes in, I was like, if she's the love interest, I'm walking out. And lo and behold, <laughs> oh, Marana, come on! Oh, hot! Want to touch the hiney? So, oh, fuck! I forgot about the other thing. So <laughs> <laughs> next to the shoe shop. 
is a barber run by Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. And who is the king, by the way. Like, yeah. He's the man. <laughs> the only thing that was holding me through this film was like, at least we get to rate Steve Buscemi in Hot or Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. But anyway, um, <laughs> Steve Buscemi, he's always like, like looking out for Adam Sandler throughout the whole film, giving him advice, always mm-hmm. offering, offering him pickles for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Pickles. The... Sorry, we'll, we'll get into that. All right, go. Okay. In the end, Adam Sandler goes back to the thug's apartment again for like the sixth time unnecessarily and gets mm-hmm. kidnapped yeah. by more thugs. Yep. Then they're in a car accident and, and he escapes. When he wakes up, Steve Buscemi is there and takes his shoes off and you realize that Steve Buscemi the whole time was Adam Sandler's dad, who was played by Dustin Hoffman, by the way. Who mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. And now it, it, it turns out he's been there all along. Yeah. So the big twist is that this whole film is actually a superhero origin story and the, the cobblers have like this secret lair with all these shoes and they use the shoes to go and fight crime and help people. And this film yeah, is and, fucking awful. And he said, the gu- <laughs> he said the guardian of the souls. Guardian of the souls. And it's like the souls of shoes. <sighs> yeah. So, all right, I'm going to spot because these movies are out and I'm sure everyone's seen them already. Yeah. Unbreakable did the same thing. Wait, you give it, yeah, the last five minutes, you're just like, oh, this is a completely different film. You yeah. Know I mean? So, mm-hmm. the, but that did it. Well, Clever. it was, it was a, actually it was yeah. good. Yeah, like yeah. you think you're watching a one kind of film and then at the end you're like, oh, this is a superhero origin story. That's really cool. That, like it was, if you think about it, it was obvious all along. Yeah, just because these dummies were eating pickles the entire movie doesn't mean you could then go at the end, <laughs> oh, they preserve your energy juice or something like <laughs> The pickles yeah. help you when, preserve your energy when you're transferring. Transferring between bodies, yeah. I mean... Were they expecting this to be a franchise? Did they think that this How is going to be a land? superhero franchise? How did they land Dustin Hoffman? Well, Thomas McCarthy is a reputable director. <laughs> so do you reckon on set they were like, we're on to something, guys. Yeah, this is going to be the world's first mainstream comedy slash indie film slash superhero franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was more like Kingsman Service or something, you know, like this James Bond feel. Yeah. Where they've got this basement full of, you know, all these shoes and... Yeah, and it turns out, like, all the different groups of Jewish servicemen have different powers. So, like, yeah. barbers have different powers and the supervillains are the um, laundromat people. I wanted to know what the laundromat oh. people did. <laughs> like, the dry cleaners, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The dry, yeah. The dry cleaners, like, what their superpowers were. Same with the hairdresser. Do they, like cut people's hair off and wear it <laughs> but, well they do spells on it like burn it and shit yeah because yeah. I, I don't think it, like if all of them transferred into different bodies but just in different ways i don't think that would be very interesting like you'd have to give them distinct powers all right give me the last <laughs> give me the last 10 minutes of this film cut all this boring indie bullshit and give me just this balls of wall i've got I've got hairdressers burning hair doing voodoo, <laughs> and I've got, I've got people like wearing shoes and transforming. And I, I don't know. I, I think I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Like it, the problem with this film is that it didn't go far enough in any direction, so it just mm. failed in all directions. So what I thought it should have been, and I really want to say what the parallel 
is as well, but I'm afraid maybe it will be somebody's tenuous. I just thought it was going to be this small film and that mainly it would mainly be about him and his mum and, you know, about how the dad left and he would just help her through that and then she could pass away, like, peacefully. And I thought he was going to wear shoes and help people and it was just going to be really small, but it just kept growing and growing, getting more complicated and more stupid. I just thought it was going to be a sweet family story. Yeah, and, yeah. Should, and I felt like they tried to set that indie tone at the start, like yeah. that it was going to be this tiny, cute. Like he'd learn about his father and he'd and, yes. and, and know his and get to know his mother and actually have an appreciation for yes. for the generations that absolutely yeah. So that's the movie I wanted to see. Good, then get the hell out of my life. Who needs you? Beat it. Leave me alone! I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean that either. I I just yell sometimes because I get so scared. Scared of being a nobody. Why don't you just come back upstairs, honey? I'll give you the old smoochy smooch kissy wissy. Oh, God. I think we need to liven this shit up because this film is like sapped out energy in order (laughs) to live. Here's one. Lucy, is being gay hot? <laughs> what? What? So the girl at the bar. <laughs> okay, yeah. The no. girl at the bar <laughs> says. So the, yeah, uh, the the what was his name? What's the actor? Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens is in in the bar. So it's Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah. Downtown Abbey is in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets approached by a girl who was like, you know, we've met before. I was trying to crack onto you at this other party and he's yeah, like but you oh. were you were with that guy yeah yeah and he's like oh uh, oh I, what i was with a guy because you know adam sandler didn't realize that the guy was obviously Kay. bisexual or something yeah. yeah and so she's like no no that's fine i that's think hot. it's hot yeah so i think what they were trying to do there is just to put that whole like millennials love fluid do you know what i mean but he Fluids, asked yeah. you, Lucy Thomas, if you find it hot. <laughs> I don't find it unhot, I guess. <laughs> Get, all right, Paul, being gay, do you find it attractive? <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> I personally won't date anyone that doesn't kiss other boys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. But, you just asked the wrong person. But honestly, Lou, like... If I walked in at a party and Dan Steven was like making out with like a monkey, I'd be like, oh, that's fucking hot. <laughs> I think you're getting into another subject here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue into um, Hot or Not. Now, last week we um, introduced our competition <laughs> for our new theme song for Hot or Not. So, Every week, one of us on the spot has to make up a Hot or Not theme song and sing it for us. <laughs> Last week was my turn. This week, it's Brendan. All right. Well, all right. Let's go. Um, someone give me a beat. No. <laughs> okay. No, you should, we should put that, um, like, the musical score from The Cobbler over it. What? Just the, like... The Jewish, like... I feel bad for you. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just uh, uh <clears throat> This is hot or not. We like looking at people and <laughs> <decide>. <laughs> I was totally with you 
<laughs> so far. That was good. All right, all right, all right. Let me try again. Let me try again. <laughs> Scratch that one. All right. <laughs> Hot. Nah. <laughs> Let's move on. I think that was like a slam. That was like a slam poetry one. Like, I feel like you need to remix all three of those into something together. That's great. That's your Good job. This all right, thank yeah. you. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I've been physically abused in the ear. I see your lips moving, but I can't make out your words. I'm deaf. So hot or not, Adam Sandler. I want to know what everyone thinks what uh, what my answer is going to be. <laughs> I think Lucy will give you give him a heart. heart. I think. Oh, okay, Lucy's... so I am predictable. Yeah, I would. Yeah, totally. <laughs> how how old is Adam Sandler? Fifty one. I looked it up. <laughs> 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 but I was only looking it up because I wanted to rail against him and yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You had a real issue with his age and the age of the girl who played his love interest. Yeah, and I'm attracted to guys that are that uh, age. Well, I was just going to say, like, are you age appropriate for Adam Sandler? Well, according to this film, yes. <laughs> um, and I mean, look, people can legitimately fall in love at any age. It's fine. But it's just so fucking predictable in in a film like this. That, it's yeah, like, a man, a man's going just to give be, me yeah. a fucking age appropriate, Attract- like, lead couple. They can be couple. attractive. Just make them, Lead yeah. couple. Like when Tina Fey and... Um, Steve Carell in Date Night. Date night that makes sure. fucking sense to me. They're the age that parents should be. They're age appropriate for each other. They're both gorgeous. The end. <laughs> so, hot Adam Sandler from yeah. Lucy. And it's just the SNL thing for me. And they're all get passes. Yeah, this is where I like this segment. I'm I'm not sure what it's supposed to be because I would say he has made a living as not being an attractive person. Like, not that he's been ugly, but he's just not. He's not hot. So. I'm still going to go with a no. I actually have, I used to, I haven't had it in a while, but I've had a few people say that I look like Adam Sandler. No. Really? No. Yeah. You no. don't look sad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like that dog. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't have jazz. So then now what's your answer going to be if you think that you look like him? Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this film, I have to give him a not. It's just like the personality and the character and everything mm. just... Yeah. What no. film is he hot in? Um, Like he's hot the whole package, like the, the whole, whole yeah. character. The character, the package. I think the peak Adam Sandler was Billy Madison, like at the end when he's like matured as a person. Mm. But in terms of looks as well, that movie. Oh, he was definitely gorgeous then. Yeah. Gorgeous? No, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I would say he was good looking in that mm. film. I mean, he was wearing bad like '90s jeans, but that was th- through no fault of his own. <laughs> and he had like zero percent body fat back then. Yeah, that he was. I'm doing a. <laughs> What's this hat and signal? It's a hey. Uh, <laughs> he's alright. <laughs> yeah, he was hot uh, and like funny. If he was a pizza, you would be like. <laughs> That's a nice pizza. Chef, um, chef's kiss, kiss emoji. <laughs> um, he was, and he's funny, and like would have been a bit of a brat back in the day. Like, can you imagine him being in your a, class? Bit of a bad boy. <laughs> well, he just would have been. He just would have been that kid in your class, like with ADD, who was really smart and really funny, but like a total nightmare for the teacher. 
So, yes, very attractive. Mm. And he's a musician mm. as well. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. All right. So, um, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Hot or not, Brendan? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, that giant bug-eyed... <laughs> <laughs> I like. Don't get me wrong. I love Steve Buscemi. I think he's uh, like. If he's anything, I will give it a go. So yeah. Apart from this film, until I forced you to watch it, <laughs> <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> but yeah, Lucy. Well, this is where the thing of like, I guess it just. Oftentimes, <laughs> men, men and women just see. We just evaluate. The opposite sex or the sex that we're interested in differ- differently. Because the fact, be... <laughs> the fact that Steve Buscemi is funny and like is in all these great things to me makes him very attractive. Like his personality makes up for any bug eye. Sure, like and like like <laughs> living in oblivion. Um, Steve Buscemi, that's hot. Which one? Living in living in oblivion. I haven't I seen it. it. Oh my god, damn! I was gonna, totally going to do that as my tenuous because it's such a great film. Nineties. <laughs> he's got kind of long hair. Yeah, like totally, totally gets gets the tick of approval. For I, me. I like, I, I, I know what you mean. Like, there's plenty, plenty of women, and you look at them and you're like, yeah, they're all the same. But then personalities, you're just like, oh, who's this? You know, like, mm. yeah, I, I totally get that. But I guess yeah, but I don't think a lot a of dude. men. I don't think <laughs> a lot of men evaluate women that way. It's just like she have nice tits and a nice ass. No, I, I, I like from my experience. I'm totally not talking about you, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying my experience. Yeah, but like, of, haven't like, you ever had friends. a friend who has dated like a girl that is amazing, like heaps beautiful, but she's a fucking idiot or like a total bitch, and you're just like, it's just because she's hot. Yeah, no, like I guess I haven't. I, I know the guys you're talking Not about. Not all men, says Brendan. <laughs> but I'm just saying my friendship groups, that hasn't been the case. Yeah, you got nice friends. And there's been been people that my friends are dating and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> her? <laughs> and, but then I get to She's know really her funny. and I, I start to get it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. My friends are great, and I'm a perfect specimen of... <laughs> Look, if I took I'm Steve so Buscemi to a party and nobody had met him, that he'd be... Everyone would be saying it was hot after five minutes. Oh, he'd be the shit. Every, like, yep. everyone would be standing around laughing. Yeah, totally. Mm. But is he hot, Paul? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All, of, all his achievements and all of that, that's hot to me. Do I want to see him with his shirt off? No. <laughs> I do. <laughs> all, all cats feel the same in the dark. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the incredibly underage. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't right (laughs) Hold it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
love interest, uh, Melanie Diaz, hot or not? And I say underage, she's not actually underage, she's underage to be a love interest to Adam Sandler. Oh, well then, let me rate her. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to evaluate this person by their appearance. Oh. Brendan, she's go. 31 years She's 31 <laughs> years old. She's the same age as me. Oh, yeah. I would have to say... Okay. Actually, I'll add she's 33. Sorry, I just remembered. She's the same age as me. <laughs> yeah, oh. there you go. Yeah. Even better. No, I, <laughs> I, her, like, let's separate her from this trash. I would say she's attractive, but her character was just so, like, a good person that I was suspicious and sort of irritated by her. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Like, I think she's she's a beautiful woman, but her character, I felt like, I really feel like she was speaking to Adam Sandler's character like he had special needs the whole time, <laughs> and that's how she came across the whole film. Like she was just an Highest annoying. It was yeah. very condescending. One, it was very one dimensional. They were like this. This character is a good woman who is fighting for her neighborhood. Yeah, and they didn't give her anything else to work with. It was like just do that. Yeah, and like the bit where she went and. Um, met him for the first time and she goes in and she's trying to convince him to mm. sign her petition anyway. She Then she's like, you know, come, come follow me. Come out of the shop. I want oh, to yeah. show you something. Yeah, this annoyed me. And then he goes out and she's like, he's like, what? And she goes, look, around you, it's a city. I know. If Lady, someone come did that on. to me, I would fucking punch her. <laughs> I thought she would actually have something great yeah, like, something to that back would... up her argument, but yeah, it was I totally wanted, stupid. Yeah, I wanted Adam Sandler to turn around and be like, Oh, yeah, well, this shop was left by my dad who ran away, and I fucking hate working here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she's really cute. So, a hot from you? Yeah. There you go. She had really nice, that really nice, um, like, dip-dyed hair. It's like that graduated colour. Mm. I just thought she looked really pretty. Yeah, she's I pretty. like the jacket. I would have. Yeah, she wrote that, that jacket. jacket a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking onto the set, she's a hot. As soon as she, like... Beast the character talking. that she is. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes yep. it away. Shit. Um, Method Man. Uh, uh, me? Why? You, you all look at me now. I was like, this is my segment. Do it. Do it. Do <laughs> it. I thought this was Do for you it. to ogle men. Why don't you jump in? Well, because you're the one that gets the most uncomfortable. So you're the one that is most fun to find out the answer for. I, I don't get uncomfortable about rating men. Rating men. What? Like, I uh, guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find some more females in the cast. <laughs> There's actually not that many, was there? So was, was it only Melanie Diaz and the mum and the the villain? The, oh, the oh, villain. The, oh, and the villain and the the method man's um, girlfriend that he was beating. Orange up. is orange is the new black. Yeah, Check, yeah. But yeah, method man, hot or not? Uh, yeah, he's fun. <laughs> <laughs> hot or not, Lisa? Very hot. Hot. Up from the thirty-six chambers, hot. He's hot. I he's attractive, but I have to say I have a personal thing about grills. About grills. No, nah, I just don't like grills. You yeah, like give grills. me them grills, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. You like? He's like a Staten Island bad boy. So oh. if Adrian rocked up tomorrow with grills, you'd be for it. Can you imagine? It'd be amazing. I got these for the <laughs> wedding, babe. <laughs> amazing. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> Ellen Her- Barkin as the villain. Who? Ellen Barkin. Ellen. Yeah. The woman. So yeah. she's from an Oceans movie? Uh, I think so. The one um, with Pacino. She's been in heaps of things. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you used to watch that show, The New Normal. She was a mum in that. No. Her body is ridiculous. Like mm. how old do you think she is? 
She'd be in her 60s, I'd say. And like, just like Madonna. She's so... Keeping it together. Just so ripped and like no body fat and she works hard for the money. Like, whoa. (laughs) Um, So she's a hot from me. Didn't love her haircut in this movie, but good for her. She would have, uh, at the time of filming this, she would have been 60. That's ridiculous. She should have been the love interest for Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's closer to his age yeah, than, that's what than I mean. the other yeah. actresses. Why yeah. not? She was. Uh, yeah, she's uh, only 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, by the way, attractive yeah. but hot. So yeah. I would say, yeah, why not make her the love interest? Why not? But, yeah. yeah. I'm giving her a heart. I think she was fabulous. Mm. Um, I wish her character wasn't stuck in such a like ridiculous part of the film because mm. I just hated that storyline so much. I yeah. just wanted every one of those things to just end as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, hot for me. Mm. And uh, let's end this on the highest point possible. Dan Stevens. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go to do the, the mother. Do the mum. You were going to do the mum. <laughs> no, that's great. Let's do Dan Stevens. Downton. Yeah. yeah. Downtown Abbey. <laughs> it's uh, Downton. Downtown, <laughs> downtown Abbey. <laughs> downtown. <laughs> he could go Downtown Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> so he's heaps up. Uh, he's Matthew from... Downton. He was the saving grace of this film. <laughs> oh my god, Just he had like bust. six lines. <laughs> Just was anyone else hoping that when they introduced the fact that Dan Stevens was bisexual, that maybe when he saw himself, that he'd have like a makeout scene with himself? No, no one thought that. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, fine then. <laughs> I also did think they, there should have been more hijinks with people seeing themselves with Adam Sandler being embodying them. Mm. Yeah, like there should have been an extended there are all sequence people that... where like Adam Sandler was exploring Dan Stevens' body while he was inside. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but, there, you know. Paul's he, like, he's... there should have been a scene where he's in Method Man's body going, what's it like to jerk off in this body? <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to just keep moving along with what I was trying to say. Sorry, Lucy. But it's like they all live in the neighbourhood. They go to that shoe shop because it's fucking local and he's just like, I'm just going to rock around looking like you guys. Maybe I'll run into you. Maybe I won't. I'm not worried. Mm. And then like even does like freak out Method Man and it wasn't that much of a big deal. Yeah, he just started choking himself out. Yeah, if you see yeah. if you see yourself, would your first reaction be to choke yourself <laughs> to death? Wouldn't you be like, maybe I want to find out why My long lost twin. Yeah. 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 That would have been that would have really been a short lived series of <laughs> what was it, Orphan Black or whatever it was called? Yeah. <laughs> Where they just immediately kill the other person. <laughs> just kill it. Yeah. <laughs> um I guess two resounding hots from Lucy and I, Brendan. If you give him a knock, I swear to fucking God. (laughs) You're just jealous. No, no. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. Are you seriously giving him a knock? (laughs) (laughs) Paul's about to jump over the couch (laughs) and strangle me. All right. No, I'm just, I want to say that Mm. everything I've seen him in, he seems to play either. All right. I've only seen him in three things, (laughs) but he plays the villainous. Uh, partner of someone. Anyway, I'm just look. Good chat, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you're saying, he was like a psychopathic killer in the guest. He was like the I dickhead like, boyfriend in Colossal. I feel like he he he's in his own skin the most when he's in Legion, where he plays this weird gawk- gawkly weird 
uh, schizophrenic person. That's all. Okay. Well, he's a goddamn <laughs> angel in Downton Abbey. I'll have you know. And I don't know why you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's Downtown Abbey. Stop saying Downtown. <laughs> and it is, in, it is so much drama. It's just with period costumes, truly. It's amazing series. <laughs> it's like murder, intrigue, cheating. Scandals. I, it's the best. I feel like I would probably enjoy you, Paul, it. Paul, you would love it. Please. But the is, is that there's Please. already six seasons of it that I'd have to catch up on. Yeah, and it's finished now, and you could no, watch it, it through fresh eyes. Yeah, and I'm, I still haven't yes, finished but that's a different Days thing. of Our Lives, which sounds exactly okay, the same. It's a thousand times better than Days of Our Lives. Oh. oh. Now, apparently, like I've only heard good things about Come it. Come on, it's I've the heard, best. I've heard it gets not so good in the last couple of seasons. It's the best. Don't even worry about it. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. All right. But now's the time for the review segment where we look at what other people around the internet thought of this film from reviews to like um, Amazon reviews, IMDb, Letterboxd. So it's really interesting. This film got savaged by the critics. Some of the most like hateful attacking reviews you ever read. Then if you go to Letterboxd, a lot of the user reviews are along the same line. But then on Amazon, it was like a totally different tract of people loving the film. (laughs) (laughs) But the weird thing about it is how many I found that mentioned... Like, it's Feet? good to see it. No. <laughs> um, you mentioned for, what? For, for a film about shoes, there was very little feet. foot fetish. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, this, on a tangent, when I was. Uh, yes, tangent, yes. When I was at um, the live taping of How Did This Get Made in LA, in LA they brought up the fact that there's like a. a IMDb for, for like, feet for feet yeah. for actresses yeah. feet yeah. where you can look up any actress and mm. find pictures. It's got of a funny feet. name. What is it called? It's like oh, uh, it's like or is it or like a Wikipedia for feet? It's like <laughs> Footopedia yeah. or something like whatever. Yeah, I say in the spirit of this film, we should do hot or not again by looking at everyone's feet. feet. <laughs> They'll uh, all be terrible. <laughs> Men's feet are disgusting on yeah, principle. I'm I'm like so not a foot person, so <laughs> I would just give it automatic not to everyone. <laughs> I got a feeling Adam Sandler is like a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I bet because he's so rich, he's rich as shit. I bet he gets weekly Solid pedicures. Wax, he's got weekly pedicures, and they're, he's like beautiful feet. Well, toenails all. This, to to, toenails all in order. I'm not gonna look it up. So if you want to do it, we can do this. <laughs> Sorry, I read. I read an interview with you know that actress from Matilda, that young girl. Yeah. yeah. So when she was 14 or something, she found photos of her feet on the internet. Yeah. At, at yeah. 14. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Mara yeah. Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson? I can't remember what her name was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she was like, it, her feet had been specially put on. And that's why I quit acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. She she has a lot of those stories. She's very jaded about her her upbringing. In... But anyway, so on Amazon, the resounding like consensus is like, it's, it's great to see a film with strong family values. That was like the main takeaway? No. What? Did I watch the same film? And also, like, it doesn't have strong family values. He left. The dad left. And, yes, he was, like, just a stone's throw away the whole time. 
disguised as someone different. But like, why didn't he go and fucking tell the mum? Well, they didn't even tell us what the threat was that why he disappeared. Yeah, I know. Terrible. So like, truly, he was a bad man. And what? I bet it was like sleeping around and all the rest. It was it's terrible. There's no family values there. All right. So um, this is from one of my favorite review- reviewers, David um, Erk. Your favorite, you say? <laughs> this, is, this is from one of my favorite reviewers, David Ehrlich. Um, and he gave the film half a star. Um, and he says, how does one explain an, an atrocity? There's a strange sadness in realizing that The Cobbler is the worst Adam Sandler movie that has been or will ever be made. And that's not a claim we make lightly. No. By all rights, that dubious honor ought to be bestowed upon one of the cynical pieces of shit spewed out by Happy Madison Productions and aimed at the lowest common denominator like sewage from a hole cut in a pressurized septic tank. (laughs) So would you agree that this is the worst Adam Sandler film? Well, I haven't seen that Jack and Jill movie, but I have a feeling it'd be real bad. I feel like maybe it'd be this one and that one. I I at least am entertained by the... The spectacle of watching like a Jack and Jill, you know what I mean? Okay. Like Adam Sandler, I'm still going to give it to Ridiculous Six, which was the film that made me go no more. And that film looked painful. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I was trying to think, and I don't know. Like this was pretty, pretty terrible. Like so, like The Cobbler is your worst film. I think it has to be the worst because I've avoided the ones with the really bad reviews. Like that's my boy and a couple of the other. I've ones. I've seen that's my boy. It's Did got you Adam like Sandberg it? in it. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy. I watch anything with Andy Sandberg. Uh, <laughs> but was it terrible? Um, it was really hard to watch. Yeah. It hurt a lot. Yeah, but I love Andy Sandberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I would say it's better. All right, so this one's from Shay on Letterboxd. And she uh, she gives the movie half a star. She says, you guys, what the fuck? What is this? Is this a weird piece of performance art from Tom McCarthy? This is really weird. I feel uncomfortable having seen it. It's among the worst movies ever. It's worse than Grown Ups 2. It's not even the same kind of bad. It's a special kind of bad. What is that ending? What is even up with that ending? I'm going to go take a long shower and forget I saw this. On the plus side, Sandler appears to be trying. Good for him, but Jesus, fuck this. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess he was. Was he trying? I guess. I don't think he gave a bad performance. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one's from Hentai Cop. He gave it half a star. This is one hell of a fucked up movie. Adam Sandler is about to rape a woman, but stops because if he takes his shoes off to rape her, then the con will be up. Like, seriously, how the fuck is this shit even funny? Fair point. <laughs> Terrible and writing. Yeah, while we were watching this, the, the room was silent the entire yeah. time. Every gag. Did anyone laugh? Mm. I think I think Lucy giggled a couple of times. But maybe because it was so bad? I felt like you were, like, giggling at your, like, excitement to write, write yeah, down and terrible like, shit. I was doing really exaggerated, like, like getting my pen out oh. to write a thing about how bad it was. Yeah. On a side note, Brendan and I saw Black Klansman last night and the most annoying fucking woman was sitting behind me. <laughs> Anytime anything happened in the film, she went, uh, 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 uh. Ooh. Sometimes when I go to the movies with you, Paul, I get so scared about like <laughs> rustling my popcorn or like drinking my drink too loudly. Oh, or... When we saw freaking Mission Impossible, there was three women behind us um, eating choc tops in the packet. In the cellophane. Still. 
for, I, for like I, 15 minutes is like. Okay, so I leave it ear. in the packet because you know the way when you eat a choc top in the dark, you just get chocolate all over yourself and you don't know until the end of the movie. But also I have no willpower, so my choc top is always done before the movie starts, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, this, they waited till the movie started in no, a they, quiet moment. No, they came moment. late into yeah. the film. Yeah. Sat down. What started. a bunch of bitches. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. We hate you. Um, so I want to circle back to the one I just read about the fact that Adam Sandler tried to rape this woman and lead that straight into the next one. A Amazon review, three stars, <laughs> pretty good rental. <sighs> this is a pretty cute Adam Sandler movie. Better than some of his other very sexual movies. This one was not so bad. Neat storyline, kind of predictable, but was still enjoyable. Good one to watch with the family. Just a few parts were not the most appropriate for kids. Worth the rental. All right, this one's from TP Sends on Amazon. Five stars, nice date movie. Okay, (laughs) it might not have been a five star, even though they actually fucking literally just gave five stars. (laughs) But I really like Adam Sandler movies. And this movie has a whale. Actual serious... Hollywood 1960s mega freaking movie star in it. So all things considered, it's a nice movie to take a first date to. Get the reference? Drew a blank on that one, huh? What I gotta do, repeat myself? I, I don't get it. They're making reference to 50 first dates. Oh. Uh, is it a good date film? Did Did you get hot and bothered? <laughs> 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 I pulled in as soon as Dad Stevens came on yeah. screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like his five minutes of screen times was a good date film. <laughs> Actually, no, because his five minutes of screen time was when the attempted rape happened. So, no. What classifies as a good date film? Something that upholds the standards of romance mm. but isn't too sappy. Something that can be enjoyed by both parties if you're talking about a standard heteronormative mm. couple that fits into the stereotypes you're thinking about. Mm. But you know the way, like, if you watch a movie on a date and there's sex in the movie and you haven't had sex, it's really weird? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's, there's all this weird, like, implied, it's just weird. Have you gone to, like, a movie and just made out with your date and not paid attention to the movie? No. Brandon? No. It's a movie. <laughs> if, I was going to say, if Paul has, Get off I me, will woman. die of shock. Oh my God, he turned me <laughs> No, 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 no. What film Paul, was you it, won't Paul? even let us Paul, eat what? next to you during the movie. You complain about You're the lights. Some guy. <laughs> oh my God. Excuse me. Excuse me, sirs. We're trying to watch a film. I don't know. I I have to. I think I might have to tell like my family definitely not to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are you going to tell oh us a story? Um, you have to, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the remake of Dukes of Hazzard, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was on like a a pretty early date with someone. Mm-hmm. And we didn't make out because it was like a, actually a packed cinema. Um, but there was definitely a lot of like heavy touching happening <laughs> and it was very <laughs> distracting from the film <laughs> to the f- fact that like I felt like I had to rewatch the film because I wasn't you had to rewatch <laughs> Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> the remake with Jessica Simpson. <laughs> I think you probably caught all that you needed to through a heavy petting session. 
um, say. Okay, well, all I wanted to say, I didn't mean that we needed to dish our dirty laundry, was that um, I think a good date movie is a scary movie. Oh, like... Because it's like, you might hold hands or you might whatever. As long as yeah. like the women aren't being raped and tortured in it, then I think that's a good date movie. Yeah, no, I, I see that. I feel like if you're going on a, on a date with someone and you watch a movie about a relationship, it's like weird pressure and like... I don't know. It's just... I feel like it's a movie where it delves into, like, what is the soul and very existential things so that at the end you can, like... Boring. (laughs) I had a friend. I had a friend who knowingly took a girl to see Irreversible. Yep. What's Irreversible? Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, just the the most explicit (laughs) rape scene you could ever think of and it's in that film. And it's at the very start. And, like, the most... Some of the most full-on violence you'll ever see in a film. Yeah, well. so he knew he'd been warned and whatever that that's what it was. Right. And then also once I went on a date and the first movie that we saw was Lars and the Real Girl, which, like, we definitely <laughs> didn't want to touch each other after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with the... Blob Doll? Blob Doll, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> good, good chat. <laughs> um, all right, so the next one's from A.M. Shirley. Four stars. I am a little worried about, this is the title of the review. I am a little worried about that when I first started watching it because he often does off-color performances that would Norma. So the review is. What? (laughs) That was just the title. (laughs) Uh, The review. At least Sandler wasn't doing anything grimy. I was a little worried about that when I first started watching it because he often does off-color performances that would normally be good without the profane. Why does Hollywood think that filthy moral characters, even in The Good Guys, is necessary? Do they think it for the public good? Good movie this time, though. Yeah, I hate, like, dick and fart jokes. I like stilettos through the throat, you know, (laughs) potential rape scenes. (laughs) (laughs) People are fucking morons. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'm very angry this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did have to watch this film. <laughs> um, all right. This one, five stars from Jessica. Layers of fun, must see. Every once in a while, in between your typical rom-coms and suspense flicks, comes a gem. Oh. One that takes you on a ride of twists and turns of enjoyment. The Cobbler is a fantastic movie that demands and requires your undivided attention so every facet of the storyline blends seamlessly into the next. For the movie buffs that tend to predict what's going to happen next, this movie keeps you on the edge of your seat and you may find yourself getting gleefully lost in the highly imaginative and creative world of a man in his customer's shoes. Let go of any preconceived notions of what you think this movie is about and grab your inner child for a film that has no idea you couldn't wait to see. Boo. Okay, and two things. I have literally forgotten what I was going to talk about. (laughs) Okay, so two things. Brendan literally fell asleep in this film, so you can get lost in the twist and turns. It was like a dreamscape. (laughs) I could watch this movie with my eyes closed. (laughs) Um, And I truly have forgotten the second one. What the fuck was I going to say? Shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really? 
Stop looking at me, Swan. All right, so um, tenuous recommendations. So this is the point where we recommend a movie or music or any piece of co- uh, pop culture that's I tenuously. Know we could do music. You've done yeah, an you album have. before. You literally, <laughs> you literally have done it. But anyway, um, and you're the only one that's done TV as well. I think. You fool. Right. Um, so yeah, we can I rec- do a piece of art? Can you, I? You could. Could you I could. do a painting? Yeah, you right, could if great. you want. I expect a painting next week. Um, <laughs> I challenge you to do a painting. This, this reminds me of that. Uh, that Picasso's. Uh, <laughs> that like clear statue of uh, of Jesus that's filled with urine. <laughs> Piss Jesus. <laughs> anyway, no, no. All right, go. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we recommend a um, a piece of pop culture entertainment that's tenuously linked to this film. The link can be a director, actor, theme. You know, make it as tenuous as you can be. Brendan has made it extremely tenuous in the past, so you know, broken down the rules and barriers of what this could be. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry that I tried to expand <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so let's get us started, Lucy. Okay, so I'm doing the Wackness. Yeah, which the um the Wackness, which um Method Man was in. So Method Man was in this movie, and he's in this one too. Shout out to Staten Island, Thirty Six Chambers, <laughs> love Wu Tang. Um, so have have either of you seen it? I haven't seen it. I know the film. Okay. I haven't seen so it. It's, it's Jesse the- Eisenberg, isn't it? No, no. Okay. It's kind of like an indie kid that's a bit like that, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, so, The Wackness. It was made in 2008, but it's set in New York in the early 90s. Uh, it's about a kid that's just finished high school and he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he sells weed and, like, the whole movie takes place in summertime in New York, so it's, like, really hot and steamy. And um, it's got Sir Ben Kingsley in it, our friend <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley. Certified hot. Versus- he plays he plays the um, main character's therapist, and he gets therapy in exchange for weed. So that's funny. Um, <laughs> um, and it's got uh, a great actress whose name I can't remember. She's from Juno. She plays Juno's best friend. Uh, um, uh, Olivia. Mm. You know the one. Yeah. Um, oh, she's cool. Uh, she plays the love interest, and uh, Method Man, I think, might be his drug supplier from memory. I can't remember 100%. It's got an amazing soundtrack with lots of 90s hip hop um, Tribe Called Quest, Biggie, Karis One, Nas, Bismarcky, and Wu Tang, um, and like David Bowie and other stuff. And um, Sir Ben Kingsley gets really high in it and says, If you ever meet someone who doesn't like dogs, you should alert the authorities immediately, and you sure as shit shouldn't marry them. And I think that's a really great life lesson. Um, <laughs> it's got heaps of the music that I grew up uh, listening to in high school, and it uh, always reminds me of my friend John Oaks. We saw it at the cinema together, and it had all our favorite music in it. So that's mine. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah, I've never seen it. No, never heard of it. So it's like the whackness, you know, like the dopeness and yeah. the whackness. So it's got a strange title, I guess, but that's uh, what. That's Oli- the magic Olivia of- Thelby, by the way. There you go. Who co-starred with Hilary Duff in What Goes Up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go next. All right, sorry. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, Changing I- it up. <laughs> Whoa. So I feel like I've been pigeonholed of late, like of what kind of movies <laughs> I recommend. Do, you Do it to like, yourself, yeah. my friend. <laughs> In the way that we give Paul, we give Brendan shit for picking like left field, like not playing by the rules. Indie flicks or something. Because <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. You're always picking the Disney. 
right, and so, the sunshine. And there was a lot of, like, I saw a lot of those options doing this, but I've gone away from that. <laughs> I think if anyone's unfortunate enough to watch this, they should be reminded of how talented Tom McCarthy is as a writer-director. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like most people have seen Spotlight and Station Agent by now if they haven't. You know, those are fantastic movies. But uh, his, an underseen film in his filmography is called The Visitor. Have either of you guys seen this? I'm not sure. Refresh us. Um, it stars Richard Jenkins, who was like nominated for Best Supporting Actor this last mm. year for Shape of Water. Um, and he plays like a college professor that has to go on a trip. Um, and when he comes back to his apartment, he finds two illegal refugees squatting in his apartment. Mm-hmm. And then he decides to let them stay and start, like, you know, becomes close with them. Mm. And then one of them's arrested and he has to try to stop him from being deported. Yeah, wow. Is really powerful, but not like a complete downer either. Very relevant to everything that's going on right now in America. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all about people getting kicked out of the country and the refugee status and um, multiculturalism in, in New York. Mm. Um, really powerful movie. Uh, Richard Jenkins is fantastic in it. He's I think one of the best actors working in Hollywood. So definitely one that I think a lot of people haven't seen when they have seen the other two yeah. major films. So yeah, definitely give that one a go. Cool. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, check it out. Uh, Brendan, what's yours? Uh, mine's the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> 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 I could have linked it to that. I would. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, so- <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've been pigeonholed of late, uh, so I thought, actually, probably, I was going to do Colossal, because it's got Dan Stevens in it, and I thought it was a really good film, I'm not sure if a lot of people saw it. Yeah, I, I loved it. But I'm not doing it. Yeah. See how I did one? Like you guys yeah, do. Yeah, I do a hundred of those, and I've got a few more before the end of the episode as well, yeah. yeah. But I am going to do uh, Hudsucker Proxy, which yeah, nice. Steve Buscemi was in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I often come across people and they're like, never heard of it, don't know what it is. Is it early Coen Brothers? Yeah. 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 yeah, well, yeah it's called Coen Brothers. Um, and yeah, Tim Robbins. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is, is he around anymore? Like, what's he? I don't know. I feel like he has said problematic things lately, maybe, possibly. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think in that way. I think because... Him like a Susan Matt Damon Sar- vibe, like a uh, him and Susan Sarandon have pretty like split up. Oh no, they have pretty like suspect political views, don't they? Aren't they like pro-Trump in some way? Or Sarandon's know. not. I know. I feel like she said something stupid lately. Oh, anyway. <laughs> well, let's pretend they're people in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, I I just. I, I just really enjoy it. Like the feel of the film. It's set in um like the depression or. Just coming out of the pressure. See, the thing yeah. about hoops, I get. I saw the, all those movies at the same time. I it's about yeah. hula hoops. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, but it's not. It's it's a. But I just I needed to figure out which one it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like the the is it the mission scent? Is that the word? Mission scent. Mission scent. Yeah. Mission scent. To like make myself sound like a real mm. wanker. Mm. Um, is just amazing. Like everything mm. looks beautiful. Mm. The costumes, the set design, everything, mm. and. It's just such a fun film. Like the story is just, yeah. Tim Robbins, I feel like, does the part so well, and mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. So, mm. and just like the cobbler, it's you know for kids. 
a reference to yeah. reference to Hudsucker mm. Prophecy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which you'll get when you watch it. So mm. do it. So watch it, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that recommendation. It's a great film. <laughs> Time to go home there, ball. Son of a bitch, Paul, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass, Paul! So any, like, final thoughts on this piece of trash? Brendan? Yeah, fuck you (laughs) for making me watch it. His notes say at the end, fuck you, fuck you, and then there's a picture of a guy with a worm coming out of his head. That's Adam Sandler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you wouldn't recommend anyone watch this? No, don't. And let's stop giving Adam Sandler money. Like, let him actually think about what he's doing. That's my take home. Well, Netflix don't agree with that. And mm. I think they've given him another, like, 10 picture deal. So mm. good luck with that. Well, whoop de do. <laughs> I just want to say to Adam Sandler, like, honey, I love you. And I say this with all sincerity. Yeah, but make better films. And I'm sorry we were mean to you. You look like that dog. Please just, <laughs> please just. You still gave him a hut though. Do, yeah. yeah. Mm, whatever. Um, <laughs> just do do good stuff. Like, just write your own movie. I know you could do it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I would warn anyone from watching this film, mm. don't be fooled by the pedigree behind it. It's not good. And it's just depressing. It's not even fun, bad. It's yeah. Just, like, I feel like the first half of this episode recording it of us, like, recounting will be a slog to listen to. And then yeah. Yeah, once we get yeah, past I also apologize to our film. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> get, just get past. Maybe we should put a warning at the front of the episode. Like, yeah. Get past that shit. <laughs> but that brings me to next week. So we're going to bring it around. I'm so excited about next week because it's going to be, it's probably my most anticipated film that we've done so far. What is it? <laughs> It's finally aired the brand oh, I new. I saw it before. I knew this is what was going to happen. <laughs> the brand new Disney Channel musical remake of Freaky Friday. I'm so hyped. You know, what the hell? I'm interested. <laughs> I'm not going to go hyped, but it's going to be a lot funner than this yeah, sadness. It's totally. be fun. Yeah. But also, do you feel, Paul, that mm-hmm. perhaps you've had like some sort of big accident? And you're actually in a coma, and that movie playing out is just your, your like weird euphoria playing in it your does brain. Feel that way. Like it's I like... cannot believe this movie exists. It was made for Paul. It's crazy. Ah, uh, like the last Disney Channel original movie. Like I still listen to the soundtrack, which is Disney's Zombies, which is so bad, but so entertaining. So if they can have that kind of vibe and. Mix it with body What's that swapping. last Disney Channel movie you made us watch? The Swap. The Swap. The swap. Mm. I feel like this is going to be a lot better than The Swap. I, I have a high hopes for this. I swear to God, after after that, after The Swap, after the next one, <laughs> after Freaky Friday the Musical, you need to do something. Like, let's go back to the 80s or Hot Chick or yes. something like... <laughs> Hot chick. Remember the hot chick? That will be the last episode we ever do. Paul was holding that one out. Yeah, remember the movies we were excited to watch? Yeah, and how Paul just keeps finding more and more bullshit. Although I'm still, have you uh, any any ground on a sex trip? No, (laughs) I keep looking. It's still only been released in Russia. Uh, So until it gets an Australian or in a Western release. I need to know what that 
little person was doing in the film. <laughs> yeah. And also, when are we going to do big? Oh, yeah. Why are we doing big? All right. Sorry. Let's stop annoying our listeners with films that are much better. Yeah. Paul's the host. I have, I have a plan in place, but Freaky Friday just aired. Like, it's a new movie. We have to do it. Like, right, how okay. often, like, do big swap movies happen like this? Like, we have to do it. Giddy up. All right. I actually had another plan until I realized it aired this week. So. Yeah. I'll bet. You've had that one marked in your calendar for <laughs> all year. All right. So, um, Brendan, where can our fans contact us and find us on the internet? Man, everywhere. We have a website. This <laughs> <laughs> never goes well. Why, why is this so hard to do? Uh, just go to theswapcastpodcast.com. And you'll be able to find links to our Twitter, our Facebook, our list of movies that we've recommended, and you can watch them like I did. I and watched Rosemary's Baby. Our Instagram's really fun. Uh, Instagram, keep, yeah, jump on our Instagram because we're going to have photos of all the, the terrible people and the good looking <laughs> ones <laughs> and uh, all the weird moments in this film. So, yeah, uh, so check them out there. Yeah, as Brendan was saying, I've set up a letterbox now. So, whatever you recommend in the tenuous section, we've got a full list in there. So, if you ever like, what am I going to watch tonight? You can bring up the list. Yeah. But, yeah, you can find all that stuff at our website or, you know, jump on your 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 Twitters. And your Googles. Your Googles. And uh, <laughs> you can find us just by looking up the Swapcast. Yeah. And we're that we, famous. And we'd love to hear from everyone. So, don't be afraid. Send us emails. Send suggestions. Uh, what you want to hear. What you liked hearing. Did we get anything wrong? Let us know. Yeah. And if there's something in the movie coming up that you... Ha- if you saw it and you want to mention it, let us know. And really important, guys, if you love the show, give us some love on iTunes. Rate and review us. Leave a review. It really helps um, get us new listeners. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to get sponsored by ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thanks for listening, guys. Another episode of The Swapcast. I was Paul Mitzi. I was Brendan Levi. I was Lucy Thomas. Ta-ta. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>